Good afternoon. Welcome to the Sound of Television. Welcome. I am Rob. And I'm Catechus Finch, and this is our fourth episode. Episode four. Uh, yes. Yes. Fourth. One, fourth. two, three, four. Yeah. Season two. These mics are appear even more directional than they were before because if I, I leaned back just a little bit and you couldn't hear me anymore. rap to tap to tap Yeah. Boo earns. Oh, well. So, we make do. what's we new, Cat? What's new with you today? What's new? Oh, goodness. I uh, skipped my music class. Oh. <laughs> whoops a daisy Haha. <laughs> it was just an hour-long class, but I skipped it because I'm a gangsta, clearly. Cat, you know, we have young listeners. You need to set a more positive example for them. I didn't, well, I didn't want to skip it. I hate skipping class. I just, I was so tired. And there's something that told me, Cat, just take your sweet time. And maybe today you'll just have a really good radio show instead of a really good music class and then radio show. So, Well, hey. here's hoping that we do have a really good radio show. We are doing cartoons for grown-ups today. Mm-hmm. So um, those of you who like these cartoons might have a an awesome nostalgic moment when you go, oh my God, I totally remember that creepy show well i I don't even know most of them are not that old so some of them are still on the air it's not really a nostalgia thing okay well maybe i'm just thinking of one in particular where i was like whoa i'm not allowed to watch this Uh, the inappropriate habits of catechus finch (laughs) should be a good show though um for those of you in canada these are the type of shows you would see late night on teletoon our american friends might recognize some from adult swim on the cartoon network basically uh well, in my house, in the Persian house, we call these the bitarbiat shows, which... Which means? Bitarbiat means, like, you misbehave, you're a bad kid, but not, like, evil, just, like... Misbehaving kid? Yeah, you're a little brat. If you're being bratty, you're being bitarbiat. So, oh, these were the bitarbiat shows. If I watched these, I would get in trouble. Oh, okay. Well, I didn't even have this channel, so, I mean, I couldn't have watched a lot of the Teletoon stuff. So, how did you watch these shows, then? Well, I mean... These are the recent ones. Yeah. Yeah. I mean. Well, before. I thought you were talking about like from before. Well, like Duckman was on like 10 years ago. Yeah. Duckman is That's the one I'm talking about. That's the old one that I was not allowed to watch because there was like a duck in like a red bathing suit. And swears. There were swears. swears. Yeah, there were swears. There are not swears in our show, but there were swears in in Duckman, which is coming up later. keep it clean, but sometimes fails because such words as bum make it to the air. Bum? Yes. Bum is not a swear. No, last week you're like, Kat, there's people at work. You can't say bum on the air. Oh, man, I'm getting Alzheimer's. I don't even remember that. Maybe you should listen to episode two, actually. That was episode three last week. Yeah, I know, but this was on episode two because episode three isn't up yet. I take it back. Let's just go. Let's start. Let's Let's get right into our music here. Uh, So right off the bat, we've got the theme from Clone High. This is an MTV show that I... I believe was this show. canceled prematurely. It was very popular in Canada, but mm-hmm. I guess its ratings were not spectacular in the States, partially because MTV doesn't tend to air its cool cartoons in good time slots. Yeah, it was on at like some random, yeah. I don't, what time is it on? Well, like, in Canada, it was on in like 
prime late night. It was always yeah. on at like 10. But I know in the States. I never knew when it was on. It was on MTV at like 2 in the morning sometimes because you need to air shows like, oh my God, like the hells, like whatever <laughs> in prime time. <laughs> that voice shows its ugly head again. Yes. That is like the voice I always use to make fun of people. I can do that voice and a Jersey accent and the Persian one. Oh, so uh, I don't know what I was going to say. <laughs> Let's just get right into it. So this is Clone High. I think it was done by Tenacious D. And it's awesome possum. So enjoy. Way, way back in the 1980s, secret government employees dug up famous guys and ladies and made up using genetic copies. Now the clones are sexy teens. Now they're gonna make it if they try. Loving, learning, sharing, judging. Faces of Radio, this is The Sound of Television. 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 Welcome back, Sound of Television. I'm Catechus Finch. And I am not mic'd properly. Oh, Rob. Am I mic'd properly now? Yes, yes I are. am. There we go. Congratulations. So I would actually like to make 
a correction. That was uh, not by Tenacious D. That was uh, by the Abandoned Pools. Oh, uh, so like yeah. I th- I think Tenacious D must have done like their version of it or something because I remember hearing it at one point and it sounded significantly different from the one that they played in the show. Mm-hmm. Are you sure about that, Cap? Um, not not one hundred percent. Because that just seems really random that they would be like, you know, we're gonna do the theme to Clone High. But it it does sound like something they would do. I mean, they sing about kielbasa and like. So because they sing about processed meats, they Listen, also sing about cartoons. I am just making assumptions here, so you can just you know, I already feel like a bum for saying the wrong band name. Anyways, Cat, we're on the air in workplaces. You can't say bum. That's right. I forgot. Um, so if you guys remember Clone High, this is a show that had Cleopatra and uh, JFK making out in the hallways. And literally the animators would would have like their tongues doing a dance. Do you wow. remember that? Yeah. <laughs> but I forgot all about that. That was that was kind of strange, I got to say. But it was a really neat show. I, what was the premise exactly? They, uh, they had all school. these like old celebrities and politicians who were cloned. Mm-hmm. And so they were all in high school in the modern day. No, you have to listen to the theme. It says, way back in the 1980s, secret government employees dug up famous guys and ladies, remember? And cloned them so that they were in high school in the modern day. Yeah, exactly. That's what I said. Oh, well, so I don't get what the question is. It wasn't a question. I was describing the show. Okay, that's what I thought. Um, anyways, so Abe Lincoln is in love with Cleopatra, and he kind of wishes to do the thing with her but she's all like nah man i'm with jfk and stuff so she cheated on jfk with abe lincoln no um no but hang on i think he had like a shot with her at least once and he screwed it up or maybe like gandhi came in and embarrassed him or something you really have to watch the show because this makes more sense if you realize that these people are all characters and we're not talking about like the real gandhi having an affair with (laughs) Cleopatra. Oh, I remember when. Uh, okay, do you remember when Gandhi was a gangster? No, I never saw most of the episodes. I only saw it once or twice. He was. He, I think he had his own like rap music video, and he was like blinged out. Yeah. Yo, Gandhi. So, um, our next song coming up is uh, from Duckman. Ah, it is the main theme from Duckman. The main theme from Duckman. Which, yeah, definitely when the Teletoon Network first started in Canada, because we didn't get a Cartoon Network. Uh oh, it was the mid nineties. Nah, like 97. And I remember that everyone's like, ooh, this cartoon channel is bad because they show The Simpsons and Duckman, and that is not appropriate for children. I'm also going to point out I didn't have cable until 98. So, yeah. You know, Kat, I'm not sure sometimes why you're on this show because really, if you didn't have cable until 1998, you are like a peon. What does that mean? You're below me. Hater. <laughs> I'm just kidding. We actually did not get that channel either because it was one of the new channels and my oh. parents didn't pay for it. Oh, hating on me while you didn't even have this channel? Well, we had it the for a truth, little while because they the give you the free preview and then we were desperate to keep the channels, but my mom and dad said no. Actually, I will tell you a secret. Um, in my apartment, when we actually finally moved to North York, we plugged in the cable and it worked and it was like oh my god this is 98 it was awesome so we were basically getting free cable for a while and then something happened and someone ratted us out and we had to start paying for it 
That's a great story, Kat, that doesn't really go anywhere. No, it doesn't. Um, so we're just going to play the Duckman theme because it's amazing and yellow and jolly good and all that junk. Welcome back to The Sound of Television. I am Rob Hidari. <laughs> and I'm Catechus Finch. I accidentally typed something really wrong into my um, search section of Google. Yeah. <laughs> please, please explain, Kat, what I'm, you were I'm doing not... that caused this outburst of, oh my God, in the middle of the song. Uh, please excuse me. So, um... If those are, those of you remember Duckman, I remember like seeing like a couple episodes of it. There was constant reference to a titmouse, and a what? Like, do you know what a titmouse is? No, it's a well, bird. I... As you can see, but um, I accidentally typed. So it's something. a bird, kind of like the blue-tailed booby. Um, <laughs> are you reading off of my Wikipedia page? Well, no, but I mean, if it's a subspecies, there's a kind okay? of bird called the titmouse, and there's a kind of bird called the booby. So it's a songbird. <laughs> Boobs. And it's in the chickadee family. Thank you very much. So they would constantly make reference to it. And I was like, I don't get why that's so funny. Um, and Are now, you serious? You don't get why the name Titmouse is funny? When I was a kid, I just didn't get it. Okay. Sorry if I didn't have like. How old were you? I don't know. Jeez. You don't know how old you were when the show was on? No, I don't. When were you born? 88. Okay. So you would have been like 11 or 12. I still didn't know why that was so funny. Okay. Okay. And I think in the show they made reference that the titmouse was not, in fact, a mouse. Hence me knowing that. Anyways, so it's a bird. And that's what they used to say on the show. And, uh, like, I didn't know this when the show was on, but it's a detective show, apparently. Do you know anything about it, Rob? Duckman is a detective show? Yeah, apparently he's a detective. Well, like, he is a detective, but it's not a detective show. It wasn't like... Duckman solves mysteries. Can you stop correcting me on the air? You just asked me, did I know that? (laughs) What do you want me to say? Oh, my God, Rob. Oh, my God. What's our next song? You asked the question, I did. I did. You said, did you know it was a detective show? And I said, no, it's not. Well, I didn't mean it was like a detective detective show. Oh. (laughs) Well, then, my bad. I guess it's that other kind. Anyways, what do we have coming up next, Rob? Let's take a look. Oh, now who's unprepared? Do you want to work the board, cat? Maybe. Maybe I will next time. Just so I can mute your mic when you start saying hurtful things. I'm not kidding. I will mute your mic. Uh-oh. So next what do we have? We have the theme from Daria coming up. So we will play the theme from Daria while I uh, explain how this show works to Cat. <laughs> and then we'll talk about the show afterwards. This is a theme from Daria on spiritlive.net. Excuse me. 
Welcome back. Hello, my this friend. Is, this is the sound of television on spiritlive.net. And I'm Katika Finch, and I'm here with Rob Haydari. Hello. And we're doing a cartoon, well, adult cartoon. Yeah, but not like mm. porno adult cartoons. No, like definitely not. Cartoons for grownups. Because yes. we were going to call the show adult cartoons, but then we thought, well, Wait everyone's going to think that we're talking about porno cartoons. And that would just be plain awkward. Are on there the radio. porno cartoons, actually? Like, I don't. Um. Yeah, I'm pretty sure it's called like hentai or something and it's oh, it's like yeah. manga except with vaginas uh yeah can and we say vagina pen- on the radio well you just said it twice so i think you're pushing the limit here that's true other various such appendages and um <laughs> so it's it's not about that Whatever. no it's just we're, about cartoons we're just going that, through the whole body part thing you know we said bum earlier then boobs <laughs> i guess we have to list them all now yeah. armpits okay what else <laughs> Head and shoulders, knees and, and toes, toes, knees and toes, toes. <laughs> eyes and ears and mouth <laughs> and, and nose. Wait, okay, so that's, anyways. Um, so that was Daria. 
Uh, <laughs> it was one of my favorite shows. Um, they actually used to show it on YTV, for those of you who remember YTV. Mm-hmm, yeah. yeah, YTV was in basic cable, so we did get that for a yeah, while. Yeah, me too. I was so pleased. Um, I think it was like played after Beasties. Do you remember Beasties or I Beast do. Wars? I did not like that show. I, you know, at first I really hated it, and then I kind of got into it. I was like, yeah, Beasties. Except for I didn't like that Optimus Prime was a gorilla. I was like, yeah. of all the ugly animals you could have chosen, you chose a gorilla. That's kind of why it bugged me. I, I was a Transformers classicist. Mm-hmm. Like, I liked the old cartoon. When they were trucks yeah. and stuff? Yes. And yeah. I, I should admit, in retrospect, like, I watched some episodes of the old Transformers again now. Mm-hmm. It wasn't very good. Like, I loved that show as a kid, and now I watch it, I'm like, wow. Well, I mean, because when you're a kid, you're so easily amused. And that's that's like, it, exactly. it's a car, and it's, like, transforming it into It became a, a robot. Oh, my God. It's a robot dude, and, like, just turning back into a fire truck and saving people in a burning building. But, I mean, what? there's lots of old kid shows that I can watch now, and I'm like, wow, I understand why I like that. Like, that was pretty cool. Like Pokemon? I was too old for Pokemon when it became cool. Whatever. Hater. It was such a cool in show. In fact, I used to get in trouble for calling it Poopemon. Poopemon? Both of my brothers would be driven insane by that. <laughs> my 20-year-old brother won't want to admit this now because he's all like, I've oh. got long hair and a metalhead and I'm totally cool. Oh, he's my age, so but, he um, can totally understand. But he loved Pokemon back in the day. and He would get so mad if I called it Poopemon. Oh, man. I had um, the stickers that were in Japanese. And oh. they were like, yeah, and you kept you kept them in the plastic and they all had like, holographic foils are those the ones that like if you went to pizza hut or the grocery store or something you'd put like a dollar in the machine and push it in and it would spit out a sticker for you oh no not like those we went to there was this place called i think it was called the wizard oh one of those comic book bug guy comic book stores would be like worst sticker ever ever no actually these were really popular then um it was in Centerpoint mall at the wizard they have a new location now so if you guys want to check it out lots of cool novelty stuff there and um they had these awesome Pokemon stickers that were in Japanese. And I didn't know they were stickers when I bought them. I just thought they looked really cool. So now I have like a stack of like probably 50 Pokemon stickers that are in Japanese and they're all shiny and kind of like uh, seizure inducing. The stickers are like how? No, because they're so shiny. Oh, okay. Because you know that an episode of Pokemon did induce seizures. Which one? Uh, I don't know which episode it was. I don't oh. think it ever aired in Canada because... In Japan, there were kids who actually got seizures from this episode of the show. That's where um, that people joke about ep- it all the time. or something? Apparently, the way that reds and blues flashed in this one episode, like, affected epileptics. And some oh. of them didn't know they were epileptic either. So it was like... That's scary. Surprise, a public service from Pokemon. You... <laughs> are epileptic. Yes. <laughs> Congratulations, <laughs> you... I mean, you know the Japanese prize. animation style has a lot of flashing lights and the, mm-hmm. that weird rushing effect where like the background will have all these lines and they're oh, supposed yeah. to be flying but the character stays that's, still well it's like it's like that like motion blur and you go like whoa that's so dramatic and it is dramatic it is dramatic and then you get seizures from it seizures and, well i mean okay do you remember ever going to the theater as a kid and there i didn't understand why there were warnings on the doors that said warning there are strobe lights in this show and now i know why there's an issue with strobe lights it's because they cause seizures and i mean it might be uncomfortable for the person sitting next to you when you start like shaking and drooling all over the place that is true that is true because um 
you know, drool on a nice theater quality gown would not be a fun stain to remove. So what do you have coming up next there, Rob? Well, because um, this is about cartoons for grown-ups, we're going to play something from... Uh, we actually have three selections from the biggest, most popular grown-up cartoon show there is, mm-hmm. South Park. South Park. So th- we're going to break our songs. might be a little bit inappropriate rule because uh, I want to play my favorite song from South Park. This song might say something worse than bum, so prepare your ears. Yeah, it's about... My friend Kyle and his mom. She's uh, apparently... For those of you in the office, be prepared to censor. I, I'm pretty sure that, and or that turn you're okay. Down your like, this is not too inappropriate, but if you have children around, um, turn it up and they can sing along. Also, bear in mind, we do not share the opinions uh, <laughs> of some of these songs. What I totally share this opinion. Okay. Well, cause mom's a bitch, she's a big fat bitch, she's the biggest bitch in the whole wide world. She's a stupid bitch, she's a devil, she's a bitch, she's a bitch to all the boys and girls. On Monday, she's a bitch, on Tuesday, she's a bitch, and Wednesday to Saturday, she's a bitch. Then on Sunday, just to be different, she's a super king, come a and may a bitch. Have you ever met my baby? Cause mom, she's the biggest bitch in the whole wide world. She's a mean old bitch, and she has stupid hair, she's a bitch, 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 Welcome back to The Sound of Television. I am Rob Hidari, and I'm here with Catechus Finch on spiritlive.net. So that was... uh, Kyle's mom is a big, fat cow from South Park. Yeah, that was a very charming song. I love that song. It's so fun. I think it's just, it's fun to sing. But when you think about it, Kyle's mom, is she really one of those? Oh, she totally is. But is she really? Sheila Broflovsky deserves that song. But, I mean, like, what if somebody were to say that about you know, one of your parents, you'd be like, wait a minute. Well, um, that's mean. At the risk of having one of my parents hear this, and they both listen, um, I'm going to say that that song is accurate about one of my parents and or step-parents. So out of, or uncles and aunts. So out of like the six, mm-hmm. that song is accurate about one. And Treading it could be of either gender. Oh. So now we're going to see because I bet that my dad is going to phone my mom and be like, is you he is talking about? And my mom is going to say that it's my dad. Well, I think you may have just started a family argument. I started argument. a family feud. Thank you very much for the drama, Rob. Well, I I'm mean, just glad my mom isn't listening so she can't be like, that Rob is a, is a horrible influence. And yeah. Kat, you got to understand, my family is a feud. You should go on a show. You guys should go on Dr. Phil. I've tried to get my parents to go on a show. You know what I really want to do is I want my mom and my stepdad and my dad and my stepmom to go on Wife Swap, and they won't do it. Well, no, because that would probably be a bad idea. Best ratings ever. It would be a huge explosion of reality TV awesomeness. Yeah, but it would There'd probably be, be devastating People for your... would throw chairs at each other. A family would be ruined. 
I could sit back and collect royalties. Oh my God, Rob, you evil man. <laughs> the, the thing is, while they're doing Wife Swap, you're here in cushy, comfy Toronto watching it while they- Cushy, they're... comfy, stinky, smelly. Stinky, smelly Toronto. Well, I like Toronto, so shut up. Um, <laughs> you're just going to sit back and watch, and they're the ones who have to go through it while you laugh. So, Well, no, I mean, I could be the one who they keep go- cutting to in the reality show. You know, the normal one who just comments, and so, then at the end of the show, all the viewers are like, on, wow, I feel so on. bad for him. So you think you're normal? Kat, if you met the rest of my family... I would be compared. <laughs> when I, I applied okay, to be on comparison. that game show uh, Inside the Box, which is a TV trivia show. Do they put you in a box? Actually, yes. Oh, sorry. I popped my pee there. But um, Wow. One of the questions on the survey is, what TV character are you most like? And, and I chose the main character uh, from Arrested Development because I said, oh. he is a weirdo, but his family is so crazy that you think that he is normal. See, you shouldn't have picked him because... He's like the good guy. They want crazy people on TV. You should have like said something outrageous like, I'm a magician that releases seals into the water and they bite off my brother's hand. What? Let's move on to the next song. Yes, let's. Uh, okay. The next song is not about seals in the water with magicians. Okay. What's the next it's song? It's the theme from Aqua Teen Hunger Force on spiritlive.net. <laughs> I'm going. Just because I walk, I go be one Kenobi. You 
people talk, but you don't even know me. And that's alright, cause I get down with cheesy. So I walk on and listen to their CD. Some people laugh, they do it just to spite me. Behind my back, they don't know what I see. But I don't care what they say, I don't need them anyway. I'll just go about my day. But anyway, you go. Sex in exchange for sex? All the weight I lost has gone straight to my ass. Isn't it weird how different hands look when they're naked? And do you have a problem with my sweaty manhood? Come and talk to me on my computer screen. The best years of our lives aren't as easy as they seem. But one day we'll look back and then we'll have to laugh. They used to call us names, now they want our autograph. To get the girl and make the grade, it's all a show, it's all a game, and I would lose it if I played. It's all the same, so I don't care what they say. Anyway, I'll just go about my day But anyway You go Listening to the sound of television on spiritlive.net. Welcome back. Um, so, what do we have? We had uh, that was Aqua Teen Hunger Force, mm-hmm. followed, by the, followed by the long theme from Undergrads by Good Charlotte. And you know what? For all of you people that hate Good Charlotte, I don't, I don't care. I really liked this song, and I think they had Lifestyles of the Rich and Famous that I liked. There's a couple of songs. That I really liked by them because it sounded really cutesy and stuff. So I guess... Cutie, cute, cute, cute. You know what? It's singable and I sing. And as long as it's singable and I like it, I like it. So there we go. Very, very deep cat. I know. Just like good Charlotte. Anyways, um, for those of you who watch Aqua Teen Hunger Force, I want you to think back in your reservoir of memory and remember the hand banana episode. Pardon me. I've never seen that show. You've never so. seen Aqua Teen Hunger Force? No. I've heard it's excellent, so it is a show that I should catch. I've just never gotten around to it. Holy sweet Jesus, you are missing out. Um, so there is an episode called, well, it's about hand banana. So Shake um, okay, is Okay, but wait, what is a hand? Like- no, no. Well, I'm, I'm telling you right now. Okay. So Shake wants to make, or no, hang on. Meatwad wants to make a dog, and he's growing it in the pool, but he needs some DNA in order for it to become live. So Shake dips his hand into the pool and out comes this like yellow two-footed dog. And so it basically looks like a four-fingered hand 
one finger is the head, one finger is the tail, and the two in the middle are the legs. So um, this hand banana dog is all innocent and cute to everyone except for Carl. And to Carl, he goes like like this. Tonight, you. And Carl's like, hey, what are you talking about? And the dog's all like, I, I didn't say anything. All I know is fetch and ball and rape. So he's saying he's going to rape Carl tonight. I mean, I know it's a really horrible yeah, I topic. Was, but uh, yeah, I mean, Kat, in, in the you context know, of Aquatine, it's really funny. I think we need that context because mm-hmm. while I love you as a co-host, that story was terrifying. <laughs> well, a little weird. I mean, <laughs> sorry, <laughs> a I lot think. weird. No. Um. Well, maybe I can find that clip on YouTube. No, that's uh, we don't have any way to hook it in, cats. So. <laughs> well, speaking of clips on YouTube, who has uh seen the Bailout remix? Christian Bale freaking out remixed i have not i don't actually know what you're talking about i've been out of the loop for a while so if you guys go to youtube and type in bail out so b-a-l-e out you will get the first hit you get is bailout revolution lucian's christian bail remix and it's hilarious there's a lot of f words f-bombs being dropped yeah so we can't play it no we can't play it however if you are ever in an angry mood or just really want to get down and crump or anything you have to play this i hope they start playing it in clubs in fact um while we're playing the next song i will play it for you and you can okay i'll give you guys the club of people that know i'll give you guys my reaction after we listen to the next song but you need to explain the next song to us cat because i don't know anything about this lucy in the sky with diamonds show that you uh, were talking about. oh i actually am really new to this show as well um it's called lucy daughter of the devil oh my bad (laughs) lucy in the sky with diamonds massive fail rob i need a fail button right here right now and you are not providing can you find a fail sound here we go. Okay, well, the last part there was... I'm, s- I'm sure that was sufficient. Yeah. So um, it's about Lucy, and she's the daughter of the devil. And while he is the devil, he's still a dad. And you know how dads are. Anyways, and she's in love with Jesus, who's a DJ in the modern world. And he's all, like, chill and stuff. Kat, I gotta say, we've had you describe TV shows for a long time on the sound of television uh, every show you describe i understand less than when i knew every when i knew nothing about it <laughs> okay well but apparently this show has a different theme song every week yes here's an incentive since i've just told you about it this is from episode 10 and it's called satan's school for girls i haven't seen the full episode but it starts with jesus needing a really cool well it's dj jesus needing a really cool place to record and they go into this like abandoned um all-girls school that is now abandoned anyways so this is the theme that opens this particular episode
Hello, welcome back to the Sound of Television. I am Rob, and I'm Caticus Finch. Um, so that particular uh, episode, while this song is playing, there is a little hand. You know when you fold your hand into a knuckle and you draw a face on your like index finger and thumb. No. Anyways, when you do that, um, they they use that. Basically, they have a person made out of hand. Wait, so fingers. like like in the old Palmolive dish soap commercials yes, where they draw the face and the faces would be like, that. ooh, this soap is so good. And she'd be like, oh, I have crappy no-name soap, so my hand face is ugly. Yeah. Like that? Basically. Um, so they have, they made a little schoolgirl um, in like out of hand and it, it was really cute. And she was like, you can, you know, she was dancing. It was a good time. Everyone had fun. It's awesome. That sounds good. I like that song. It was fun. I also quite uh, quite enjoy the next show we're going to deal with. Uh, Harvey Birdman, Attorney at Law, is one of my favorites. It's a Hanna-Barbera sh- Hanna Hanna <gasps> show where they took one of their weird throwaway characters from uh, the 60s, 70s called Harvey Birdman. Who was they a, brought it back. Yeah, he was a crappy superhero, and they made him a lawyer instead, but still a superhero. Superhero And he lawyer. would either have to prosecute or defend all of the old Hanna-Barbera characters. So you'd see like... Fred Flintstone come in as like a drug dealer. Mm. Uh, the Jetsons would have their problems. Uh, Mr. Spacely was charged with something. It was pretty awesome. Great, uh, great show for us retro lovers like me. Man, I wish I watched it now. So uh, here's the theme song from Harvey Birdman, Attorney at Law. Birdman is back, flyer than he ever was, and higher than any buzz, provided by any drug, dose, dose, uno, check, mic, run it back, just another episode, more hoes than Thundercats, in fact, what you know about that, fast of the life, case closed, same time each night, same clothes, still fresh, get tight, like a fat chick draws, and I ain't speaking on the size of his balls, look, throw your remote against a concrete wall, what's the use, there's nothing better than inspire you, don't even ask if your boy got proof, see, I'ma put it like this, Harvey Birdman is dirty as shit. Welcome back to The Sound of Television. My name is Rob. And my name is Catechus Finch. I just messed up my own name. So we just had some uh, technical difficulties here. Techno rage. Techno difficulties, as Rob would say. Yeah, that is something that I I would say. I caught you saying that on our first episode of season two. Techno difficulties? Techno difficulties. Is Is that a weird term to use? Well, it's not a real term, so... Yes, it is weird. It's to real to me, Cat. It's real to me. What's real to you isn't real to everyone, Rob. Oh yeah, so oh yeah. Well, you know what? It's we not need all to get in. You. We need to get in our weekly nag here because I'm noticing that despite quite a few hits on the podcast, nobody is emailing us at thesoundoftelevision at gmail dot com. Oh my God! And Guys. I know that you are out there listening because we've even been listed in the iTunes podcast store now. We're still free. But you can access us We're in there. from the iTunes store, from podcast.robinfriends.org, and at spiritlive.net. Mm-hmm. You are listening because my bandwidth is going up. I see you downloading. Whoever you are, email the show, thesoundoftelevision at gmail.com. Even if it says, Dear Yo Rob, start ma- er, stop making fun of Kat. She's beautiful and perfect. Please, please email him and tell him that because I've had enough harassment on the air. It's just my heart is broken. I'm still punishing Kat for missing her first show. That's all. Passive, aggressive, psycho. This isn't really passive, aggressive. It's okay. just like aggressive, aggressive. Okay. Well, this is just aggressive, aggressive, psycho. Be aggressive. Be aggressive. Be not aggressive, Rob Haydari on the air at well, spiritlive.net. Well, you know what I am going to be? What? Super. Super? Super. <laughs> 
bombs are flying, people are dying, children are crying, politicians are lying too. Cancer is killing, Texaco's spilling. The whole world's gone to hell, but how are you? I'm super, thanks for asking. All things considered, I couldn't be better, I must say. I'm feeling super, no nothing bugs me. Everything is super when you're, don't you think I look cute in this hat? I'm so sorry, Mr. Cripple, but I just can't feel too bad for you right now because I'm feeling so insanely super that even the fact that you can't walk can't bring me down. It's super when you're, don't you think I look cute in this hat? These little pants just matching tie that I got at home. I'm super. Stick them up. Be Katie Powell says to us in town. Skittles. Okay. You're listening to the sound of television. On spiritlive.net. So you're super, huh, Rob? I'm not gay. Is this your way of like... It's just a fun song. Hey, are you in denial? Are you in denial, Rob? What are you doing to me, Kat? (laughs) You're ruining the show. Revenge. I think I made... A couple people giggle. Right Coming now. up next with uh, on the sound of television, just for Cat is the Indigo Girls, followed by Melissa Etheridge. Wait a minute, what are the Indigo Girls? Lesbians. Oh, whatever. I like lesbians. <laughs> <laughs> I have a lot of lesbian friends. I know it's just, it's just that's that's an easy quote to take out of context, you know. <laughs> Previously on the Sound of Television. I like lesbians. I like them a lot. <laughs> there you have it. Are they super? Thanks for asking. They're very super. Okay. Yes. Really, the reason we had to pick that song from South Park is because uh, pretty much every other song throws out an f bomb. So uh, that's the f bomb free song. Yeah, we had very limited choices <laughs> in this show. Well, I mean, we could drop the F-bomb, covered up by a beep. That would probably ruin a lot of songs. Have you ever seen the Maury show where they beep so much that you can't understand yeah, what they're saying? That's yeah. what we would have had to do to blame Canada or Uncle oh Effa. Or, uh, oh, my God. Do you remember? Okay, when Maury had just come out, he was all classy. And then, like, two weeks later, he has, like, a 200-pound baby on the side of a stage. And it's, like, sitting there trying to waddle its way like to the edge of the stage and I was like, "Oh man, why did you feed your little girl like KFC and Crisco?" I I have to admit I never understand that with those shows because I feel bad for the parents. They truly seem desperate to get help for I their kid. I feel bad for the kid. But then they'll just be like, "The baby will have a tantrum if I don't give him eggs and grits." What do you mean it'll have a and tantrum? Like, That's what they do. It's going to be like, get "Your baby is book. 3 months old. Maybe you should just you know, like, ignore the tantrum. Like tranquilize your baby instead of giving them McDonald's." Maybe you should not have babies until you're ready. That's the bottom line. But I mean, I mean they're going to throw tantrums anyway. Just because just because the baby is fat doesn't mean the mom wasn't ready. No, but like why are you feeding your baby like fried chicken, which is a lot of the times what they do. 
Like you shouldn't be feeding it like any fast food or any of this like greasy stuff. Should be eating like wholesome organic food. No oh, organics a crock. Dropping sponsors here. Whatever. That's a or complete organic, load of crap. Organic food for you. Genetically baby. modified food is the future. Yeah, but like if there's fish in your tomato and you're allergic to fish, you're gonna be all like, Oh my god, why am I allergic to this tomato? How would there be fish in your tomato? I think they use some kind of compound from fish to um preserve the tomato in order to keep it um intact longer while they ship it to you so you can like eat it three weeks later but wouldn't that be a natural preservative then as opposed to a chemical one um well no because it's genetic genetically modified food they have to splice in some sort of gene so that isn't okay. regularly in the fish i'm and i mean nobody knows what the long-term effects of gmos are but but we can extrapolate using science yes and the people who oppose them are not scientists they're hippies do you want to trust your food to someone who doesn't wash or someone who does? Hey, I wash, but also I'm not a hippie. <laughs> scientists wash themselves. Hippies don't. I I'm, know who I trust. I'm on the fence about scientists washing themselves. I, I was joking. I'm on the fence about this whole GMO versus organic food. But I'm sure scientists, some of them don't wash. So... Just because they're smart doesn't mean they're good with hygiene. Let's just play the next song. Yeah, this is the theme from the Oblongs on the Sound of Television. Welcome, Welcome back. back. <laughs> so that was uh, first off the uh, theme from the Oblongs, which ties in nicely with our discussion with about our GMOs. GMOs, uh, followed by the theme from Space Ghost, Coast to Coast. Wait, did you just throw in a random accent? S yeah, it was. I don't know what accent that was. I Space Ghost, Coast to Coast. I think that was old man who forgot how to speak accent, or that would his be dentures are falling. Space falling Ghost, Coast to. What's that, Sunny? Oh, Timmy's wait, in wait, the wait. well. How did we not get the Family Guy and American Dad theme for this? How did we forget that? Well, I'm going to be honest with you. I didn't forget them. I hate those shows. Really? But I should clarify. Family Guy, I them? will watch because it's good for like... Family Guy to me is like a pixie stick. <laughs> it it's has calories. When you taste, you're like, mm, I don't mind this. But it's actually crap and bad for you. So you're saying Family Guy gives you cavities. It's just a bunch of random jokes that's, that are poorly written. The animation only got better when it got super, super popular. But for a long time, it was shoddily done with just these random jokes that are designed to appeal to 15-year-old guys who are like, <laughs> she made a fart joke. Well, I think the whole point of the show is actually a statement on, you know, what... Is it an American show? Yeah. 
Well, I, I just think it appeals to both Americans and Canadians. It's just saying, you know, you can get away with a lot and this is how people act and you you don't usually say, hey, you can't call that woman this or you can't call that, you know, black person this, but they get away with it because it's saying, you know, this is the crimes of our modern age. So whatever. Ugh. You know it's true. And American Dad is the same thing. It's like, um, do you watch King of the Hill? Yes, I love King of the Hill. No, it's it's basically the same thing. They're saying, like, um, in King of the Hill, they're saying, you know, uh, this is what, you know, the ignorant people act like. And then it's I the do, same thing. With I the, enjoy with those uh, statements. Stan. Like, I, I love King of the Hill for that reason. Mm-hmm. My problem with American Dad and mostly Family Guy is that they do it by being ridiculous instead of by crafting a story carefully and thinking about what does this story mean. Family so you're Guy's just like you don't like the style. Yeah, you're yeah. critiquing the style. It's a style. It's a stylistic thing, but yeah, I think but... that the style takes away from what the show is saying. Mm-hmm. Well, I I think it kind of adds to it in a way because it's like. But I mean, what you're is watching it? Like, and what you're is Family Guy it, saying why... with uh, like when they have those random cutaways? It'll be like that was like the time I went to the microphone store, and then it'll just go to. What's his face at the microphone store? It's in like I'd like a microphone, eh. and then it goes back to the real story. Like that, that is not that's um, anything thematically useful. It's oh hey, I just pay... thought of this great joke, and I'm too lazy to find a way to make it a part of the story. No, that's supposed to you know the whole jolts per minute business. They do mm-hmm. that on Sesame Street too. I think it's also playing on the fact that people that watch television have such a low attention span that you have to throw stuff in like that. But you don't have and to. There are plenty of no, good shows that to, don't. But I, I, I think it's making fun of the fact that a lot of shows do that. See, like for example, I, Sesame Street, when they're like, they have like random cutaways to today's show is brought to you by the letter Q. But Q Sesame Street does quitters. those to be educational, and that's their structure. I think you're giving Family Guy too much credit because I see Family Guy is doing that <clears throat> only because they are too lazy to find ways to tie their jokes into the narrative. So they say, this is funny. I'm just going to tell this joke no matter whether okay. it makes sense in the story. Well, you also not. have to think of it as a business. Like They're, they're just putting out there what people want to see. And I guess the majority of people like this kind of style. And that so, comes to my first point. Democracy is stupid because the masses well, are also stupid. So benevolent sorry, dictatorship. Masses. Sorry, masses. Yes. You've just been shunned on the air. But but yeah, like it's it's basically if they start making the plot more intelligent, some some audience members are just not gonna understand <coughs> it enough for them to want to watch it. But there are plenty of shows that do, do this that get good ratings. The Simpsons, King of the Hill. Simpsons. Their stuff has gone down so much. See, I get really frustrated with people saying that. Why? They'll start off with one story and like one small event will hightail it like 360 to something else. That's like, what like, The Simpsons has always done that for their entire yeah, run. It's, that's, it's become so random recently. Actually, to be honest. That's a part of their structure. The Simpsons has been completely see, random like that for style. years. That's their style. It's. But you know, there, there's the thing with The Simpsons. They tie those stories together in a way that you don't expect. So it'll be like the first... 10 minutes are grandpa losing his teeth and you don't think this is a big deal until it really becomes about his teeth fell in the toilet and then in the toilet they found that Homer needed to get a plumber. Weapons so then the story becomes Homer is a plumber oh. and you forget all about the teeth. But they well, yeah. tie them together. On Family Guy, they would say, I want to tell a joke about teeth. So there would be this <laughs> story about Lois making Stewie some 
baby food. And then all of a sudden you'd be like, it was like that time I had teeth. I lost my teeth. And then back to the real story. The Simpsons does the same thing, but they tie it together and the writers sit and think of ways to write it out. Okay, hang on. Seth MacFarlane is like, I'm going to poo out another joke. <laughs> Let me tell you what my problem with The Simpsons is. I am so upset that Marge has stayed with the same idiot for like how many years? How many seasons have they been on for? Like ridiculous, ridiculously large amount of seasons. How can this woman stay with such a like disgusting idiot for so long? And it just angers me every time I watch it. But how is that not the same as Family Guy? Lois and no, it's the same thing. It is exactly the same thing. And the thing is, in in Family Guy, I feel like Lois has more of a complacent voice. She goes like hey, you douche, you, I don't know, you did this. But, like, in The Simpsons, Marge goes, oh, Homer, you know, you put me through all this BS, and here I am. Because they love each other. It's about the family unit. Yeah, but why do they love each other? Why does she love him? Haven't you seen that? He's an idiot. He's completely incompetent in everything he does. But, I mean, there's that episode of The Simpsons that explains it all, where they're in class and all of a sudden it goes, Why do birds appear in the sky? And then Uh, because that song is played, you know that they're in love. So maybe I should, when I start watching The Simpsons, always keep that song in mind. Mm Mm-hmm. So on that point, you know what we're going to wonder? I wonder what Brian Boitano would do if he was married to Homer Simpson. What would Brian Boitano do if he was here right now? He'd make a plan and he'd follow through. That's what Brian Boitano do. When Brian Boitano was in the Olympics skating for the gold, he did two stout cows and a triple lunch while wearing a blindfold. When Brian Boitano was in the Alps fighting grizzly bears, he used his magical fire breath and saved the maiden's fair. So what would Brian Boitano do if he were here today? I'm sure he'd kick an ass or two. That's what Brian Boitano do. I want this beach chip out of me. It has stunted my vocabulary. Too, Cause that's what Brian Boitano would do And what would Brian Boitano do He'd call the kids in town And tell them to unite for truth That's what Brian Boitano do When Brian Boitano traveled through time To the year 3010 He fought the evil robot king To save the human race again And when Brian Boitano built the pyramids He beat up Kublai Khan Cause Brian Boitano doesn't take shit from him Brian Boitano? Yeah, Brian Boitano. Okay, that guy. Um, So that was that song from South Park. (laughs) (laughs) What would Brian Boitano do from the South Park movie? And that uh, that wraps up our show for today. Yes, it does. Thank you. Whoa. Whoa! Sorry, I hit play. Whoa. All right. (laughs) Thank you very much for listening today. That was episode four of season two. Of Le Son du Television. Yeah, Le Son de la Television. Du... It's de la? it's de la. I'm de sorry. La. It's That's de la. right. That's right. You've been told on the air. Shazam! Shazam! That's right. That's a Cleopatra. <laughs> Pop culture reference for <laughs> you there. Um, so we're actually going to wrap up the show with a lovely little 
theme from uh, Robot Chicken. Theme from yeah, my so. favorite claymation show ever. Yeah, it's pretty hilarious. I highly recommend it. Um, this is also quite it's a popular pretty, phone ringtone. Yeah, and it's actually really inspiring. I want to make some more claymations. Mm, I've claymation. made only two ever and i've made zero they were awesome i had one with two ninjas fighting okay so my first claymation had uh bipedal characters my second one had a walking cat so i had to coordinate the legs mm-hmm. so i'm very pl- proud of those see that was that is what i'm talking about with family guy you see how we were talking about something totally separate and then cat's like this one time i made claymation <laughs> Claymation Joe. No, hello. Yes. Robot yes. chicken. Totally, totally relevant. Totally. They, no, they no, use no, no, so no. So much stop motion claymation. La, 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 la. Rob is being really mean today. And I think I'm going to go home and cry after this episode. That's right. She is going to go home and so cry. Can you please send and then an I'll email or two? Whatever, cat, whatever. She, don't send emails. Just know that and I'm going to collect her tears and use them to make better shows. Use my gypsy tears. Yes. All right. So on that note, we'll see you next week. Bok 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 b